0: Hello and welcome to Misty 101 Podcast. Boris Johnson suffers heavy defeat in House of Lords over pensions triple lock. Boris Johnson's government has suffered a heavy defeat in the House of Lords over his plans to restrict increases in the state pension. Peers by 280 votes to 178 backed a cross-party motion to keep retirement payouts linked to earnings a large majority of 102. Under the amendment the so-called triple lock would stay in place but adjustments would be allowed to be made for the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. The government had wanted to suspend the triple lock entirely, breaking a conservative manifesto commitment to keep it in place. Labour, which backed the cross-party amendment, says ministers are using the pandemic as a smokescreen to ditch the expensive policy commitment entirely. The defeat means the government will either have to accept the amendment, or send its original plan back to the Lords again and risk prolonging political row. Under the triple lock, the state pension rises every year by the general rate of increase in earnings, the rate of inflation, or 2.5% whichever is the highest, because earnings fell dramatically during the first part of the pandemic and then rebounded quickly. An unmodified version of the pension triple lock would see a sharp rise in the state pension of around 8%. The government wants to pass legislation that would stop this from happening automatically and says it will reinstate the policy after the pandemic. But the successful amendment would leave it to the Work and Pensions Secretary to make appropriate adjustments on the fly to compensate for the COVID-19 pandemic but leave the earnings link in place, Labour's Shadow Work and Pensions Secretary Jonathan Reynolds said. The government made a promise to the British people that they would keep the pensions triple lock. I am grateful that peers voted to keep an accurate link with earnings. An 8% rise as a result of a statistical quirk would not be fair but Labour will not allow the government to use the pandemic as a smokescreen to break with the triple lock for good. Everyone deserves safety and security when they retire, a government spokesperson said. This bill represents a one-year response to the exceptional circumstances of the pandemic and ensures fairness for both pensioners and taxpayers. We will reintroduce the earnings element of the triple lock from next year. Anne, 45, arrested after bride's body found dumped in suitcase days after wedding man has been arrested on suspicion of murder after a woman's body was found dumped in a suitcase four days after her wedding. One Walker, 52, was found dead on Sunday afternoon near a playground in Lightcliffe, Halifax. It has been reported that Ms Walker, who had a young son, got married last Wednesday. 45-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of her murder and remains in police custody. West Yorkshire Police said they are not actively seeking any further suspects in connection with Ms Walker's death. Officers were called to reports of a body at a property there just before 4.40pm on Halloween. Friend of Ms Walker told Yorkshire Live that her body had been discovered in a suitcase on a grassy area. One was a sound woman. He got married on Wednesday and now this has happened said the friend, who did not wish to be named. Our little boy has been left with no mum, friend added, she was the soundest person you could meet, was friendly and generous, once paid for a disabled man's shopping when he was short, statement released through police, her family said, we write this with a very heavy heart that yesterday we lost a loving daughter, mother, nana, sister, auntie and friend, circumstances beyond our control, you were taken from us so suddenly. Ask at this time as a family, that you respect our privacy and allow us to grieve. Eber said, I am gobsmacked, there's no other word for it. devastating. I've lived here for 40 years and what has happened is just terrible. Says are appealing to anyone who witnessed any suspicious activity in the area of Asgarth Avenue or the surrounding streets between 1pm and 4.38pm on Sunday afternoon. Active Inspector Amanda Wimbles said, Our inquiries are still continuing but we have now identified the person who initially called us. We're aware of speculation about this incident on social media and would ask people to be mindful of the impact this may have on the victim's family. It's clearly an extremely distressing time for them and would ask that people refrain from unhelpful comment that may cause unnecessary further upset. Also encourage anyone who saw anything suspicious in the area to come forward and inform police by calling 101 or using the 101 live chat facility on the website quoting log 1317 of the 31st of October. L founder Tommy Robinson turfed out of winkings after he complains about discrimination. Defense League founder Tommy Robinson was kicked out of a chicken shop after he complained about being discriminated against by staff refusing to serve him. The year old activist, real-name Stephen Yarks-Lennon, invited his followers to leave reviews of winkings in Milton Keynes following the incident. Durant which opened three weeks ago, now has over 1,500 reviews as people argue whether they were right to turf Tommy Robinson out. Elfie Video An outraged Robinson confronts staff, tells his followers, They've given me a table and now they are unable to serve me. In mean here, I've got my table booked with my children. I have a problem with me, probably something to do with my politics going to take discrimination on that level yeah. Beatrice hits back at him, unfortunately none of us are happy to serve you so can you please leave the restaurant because you will not be sitting here today. By Robinson to explain why, she says, I'm pretty sure you know why. Our are not happy to serve you, any of my staff all of them. Need to spell it out to you. Man steps in and says, please. LUP. And later complained to his followers that a minimum wage waitress should not be able to dictate who is allowed in after the confrontation on Sunday lunchtime. What I'm shocked at, is that the biggest snowflakes in Milton Keynes can't handle someone having a different opinion. Binson's followers have left negative reviews of the restaurant. For a restaurant that doesn't tolerate discrimination they seem quite happy to discriminate against people whose views they disagree with. People gave the chicken shop glowing reviews. Wing King's five stars said, food was brilliant. And stood outside begging for me to go grab him six wings and chips, he his name was Stephen. fantastic place that has taken back control of its borders released on Facebook Winkings said, As you may be aware, Winkings has received many fake negative reviews over the past few days. Following an incident whereby our team were made to feel uncomfortable by a customer. Does not tolerate racism or discrimination in any shape or form. Diverse business with customers and staff from all backgrounds and are committed to creating a safe comfort environment for everyone who steps through our doors is now with the police and anything further will be dealt with by them full customers friends and family thank you for your continued support who claimed to be indigenous women called morning star bear exposed as imposter Canada's top health experts gave a talk in 2019 she introduced herself as Morning Star Bear and said the spirits of her indigenous ancestors were with her on the stage. Bright blue shawl and carrying a feather, Carrie Burra, spoke of a childhood blighted by the racism that bedevils Canada's native communities. And the professor at the University of Saskatchewan, UOS, and employee of the Canadian Institutes of Health Research, Sia, a older supportive TEDx audience nab Metis from Treaty 4 Territory. As a woman, I didn't even think I would get out of high school, she said. of investigations have revealed that Dr. Barasar has no indigenous heritage, and that in fact, her family are of Polish, Russian and Czechoslovakian origin. Two initial reports on Canada's CBC network, Ms. Barasal, 48 said she had been adopted into the Indigenous community by a friend of her grandfather's, who had since died. She's campaign and lateral violence but this week Dr. Barasar, who was named as one of the country's most powerful women in 2021, was suspended by UOS and stepped aside from her role as Scientific Director of the Indigenous Health Arm of SIA. As that of Canadian woman Susie Kess who described herself as of indigenous heritage and was co-chairman of the Liberal Party's Indigenous Peoples Commission. She school board on choosing books to burn that had outdated or offensive content about First Nation people, but it later emerged that she did not have status with Indigenous Services Canada and she was forced to resign. It echoes of Rachel Doloziel, an American former civil rights activist who identified as a black woman but was forced to resign her positions in 2015 when her white parents said their daughter was not African American. Samiz so Barasar were first raised by Caroline Tate, a UOS colleague of more than a decade, who noticed that in recent years Dr. Barasar began claiming to have heritage in the Anishinaab and Klingit tribes. Alongside Métis roots, old CBC that Dr. Barasa, who had claimed Indigenous heritage for decades, also started to wear more traditional Indigenous clothes, particular public appearances. up investigation, it was discovered that Dr. Barasa's sister, Burnett, had stopped claiming to be Métis after she examined her genealogy. So Ms. Tate and other colleagues checked the records for themselves. That no, as a matter of fact, Boris sisters, are farmers, Ms. Tate said. The who are Eastern European. Sheetis. Shea Gray Al, Ms. Tate said, in reference to Archibald Stansfeld Bellany, a British conservationist born in 1888 who made the world believe he was a Native American when he was actually born in East Sussex. TEDx. To be quite, I was repulsed by how hard she was working to pass herself off as Indigenous Winona Wheeler, an associate professor of Indigenous Studies at the University of Saskatchewan told CBC. You've got to tell people that's who you are in order to gain legitimacy, to get positions and to get funding. That. It am a bit sick said Janet Smillier, a Metis family medicine professor from the University of Toronto who conducted her own research into Dr. Barasar's genealogy. To her who is speaking on behalf of Metis and indigenous people to the country about literally what it means to be Metis, that's very disturbing and upsetting and harmful. On Munda issued a statement saying it acknowledged the pain experienced by indigenous people as a result of this matter. The goveted organization had initially backed Dr. Barasar, The U.S. suspended her after becoming concerned with her responses to the media. Canada's population, which makes up around 5% of the nation, has fought with the federal government over historic abuses. The dip this year by the discovery of mass graves of children seized from their families and sent to state-funded boarding schools, a policy of forced assimilation that stretched from the 19th century into the 1970s. Indigenous have cited that legacy of abuse and isolation as the root cause of epidemic rates of alcoholism and drug addiction on reservations. Pratt Intrudio, who has spoken of the need to face Canada's history of discrimination, has faced accusations of hypocrisy after his government went to court to reduce the amount of compensation owed to Indigenous victims of inadequate social care. Dr. B- curious case is not the first of its kind. Elizabeth, the demo who ran for president said, Being Native American has been a part of my story, I guess since the day I was born. Claiming he and Delaware Indian heritage, she repeatedly referenced her roots during the campaign. However, for documentation, she could not provide any and said she had learnt of her past through family stories. Donald Pekahantaz, saying, her mother says she has high cheekbones. That's. Eventually released a DNA test that suggested she has a distant Native American ancestor, possibly from 10 generations ago. Rachel Dol. as a prominent rights activist, Rachel Dolezal appeared on television, spoke at rallies and became a chapter president for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. She identified black women, but was forced to resign her positions in 2015 when her white parents went on television and said their daughter's biological heritage was not African-American but German and Czech. Archibald Bolaney. Born in Hay in 1888, grew up fascinated by stories of Native Americans and moved to Canada aged 17 in search of a new life. He married from the Ojibwa tribe learned the language, culture and wrote a Facebook about conservation. Telling P. son of a Scotsman who had married an Apache, Mr. Bolaney went on tour around the world, calling himself Grail and promoting wildlife conservation. It was only death, aged 49, that his first wife came forwards to reveal that he was actually an Englishman. The remark turned into a film by Richard Attenborough and starred Pierce Brosnan in the lead role. Panic Saw is preparing for war as citizens asked to stockpile necessities. A director the Commerce Ministry late on Monday advised people to keep daily necessities in stock. The state of COVID outbreaks and unusually heavy rains that caused a surge in vegetable prices raised concerns about supply shortages. The direct speculation on social media that it may have been triggered by tensions with Taiwan. However, McDalyp, a Communist Party-backed newspaper, told people not to have too much of an overactive imagination. The newspaper directive's purpose was to make sure citizens were not caught off guard if there was a lockdown in their area. The BBC correspondent Stephen McDonnell said the directive was getting really blown out of proportion. He tweeted, China's Commerce Ministry has caused quite a stir by, for some reason, advising people in a report to stockpile daily necessities. It seems to be one sentence in an online statement forward slash work plan. The comment is really blown out of proportion. There have been theories spreading online that this advice is because hash Beijing is preparing for war with hash Taiwan. In the meantime media outlets have been asking people to calm down and not exaggerate this. Recent ex-events have hit crops in hash China. This has had in supply chains leading to the price of certain vegetables to double. Homeowners hit on sale for painting driveway entrances red. Furious hurt out at council chiefs for painting the entrances to their driveways red in a move locals say has turned their neighborhood into a toy town. The scheme was a part of plans to improve cycle facilities in Acclam, Middlesbrough, and to alert bikers using the widened pavement as a cycle lane to where there are driveways. However, sparked uproar among those living on the road, with concerns over safety being raised as well as the aesthetics. Jerry and Todd, both 76, told Teesside Live it's a sledgehammer to crack a nut, putting a huge slabs right red. Cyclists will knives coming out because there are houses there. It's gone from Tarny to Toy Town. The road has lotter with the grass verges gone. It used to have a of its own, but it's gone now. The couple also said painting it green would have made the scheme easier on the eye. Another resident, this Jackson, 83, added, I think it's a bit dangerous for the bike track to be here, I really do. We go out and uked over very easily. It's just a mess I saw. The frustration abated by claims neighbors have seen the route actually used by cyclists only a handful of times. However, frustration is they don't believe the cycle path is being used. However. Anger from any, one local claimed the precaution was necessary now that the route has become a designated cycle path and applauded the town hall for removing untidy grass verges. I heard a crack beat then watched as part of my house fell into the sea. Just before I tell, I bought a beautiful chalet a white, three-bedroom bungalow on the Nfuk coast that's really secluded, in a bit of a dip in the dunes. I had served twas in the Grenadier Guards, so had a nice army pinched, plus there was money left over from the sale of my flat in East London. I was going to be quotable for the rest of my days." A Middlesbrough councilperson said the surfacing is designed to highlight potential conflict locations on the cycle route. The local authorities say they are located further away from the drive entrances than the footway already in place. In order to allow those moving at greater speed to see more clearly. Before moving into, I didn't really have any concerns about floods. I'd had a large inval impact study done as part of my get you in pack. That stated that the ocean along this coastline was about a meter a year, and there was a good 40 meters of dune between the back of the chalet and a 30 m cliff edge drop to the sea. Enough to see my light. But then in March and, and 18, came the beast from the east. It took a good third of the garden overnight. When we had a follow up two weeks later, I was standing in my kitchen at the back of the property, making a cup of coffee and washing the dishes, when I heard a resounding crack under my feet. When I looked down, see the sea between my feet. It was then I realized room and third bedroom were hanging off the cliff. I quickly ran out and grabbed two of my friends who lived across the road, and decided that the only way we could save the rest of the building was by cutting off the back of it. If you imagine the hoe of a plus sign, with the back part gone, it was just a shape of AT that was left. We cut through the fl- the wall, the ceiling, then through the felt in the roof, and managed to get the boiler and bath out. Then I watched a la home which was about 12 by 18 feet, fall into the sea. I wasn't angry, there was no one to blame. I'm quite a pragmatic, and understood that it was nature doing what nature does. But I had nowhere. Else. That evening, came to evacuate the neighborhood, putting people up where they were able to. I was quite lucky to stay with a friend who lives in Caister, about four miles away, for a couple of weeks. During that time, orders were placed on 13 properties along the coastline. But I had every in what was left of my home, and arranged to drag it back onto the concrete road. I spoke to a fantasma, who had said he had moved large figures around here before with a tractor, a land anchor and a winch, and wouldn't mind trying to move my house. I was thrilled to hear this. At 8 a.m. the following he arrived alongside 50 people who came up from the local village, and a couple of people from the demolition crew. We put a ring beam around of the house to strengthen the structure, moved everything out that we physically could, held a telegraph pole at the front and back, connecting the two with cables, and did what is called a Z pull. This evenly distributes the pull, so the house moves evenly. We started moving the HNAM. By 12.30 we had finished moving it back by 10 meters. It was absolutely fanning the community rally behind me. The feeling is indescribable. Most of us had no eggs ex- in this kind of thing. It renews your faith in nature. I've tried to have a positive attitude through it all, but we still need a sea defense along the coast. It's all going through running red- permission. When you live in London you would see firsthand the effects of climate change and flooding. But I have seen how the we more severe and tides are getting higher. With COP26 I like to hope that world leaders will pull their fingers out, regardless of how much it costs, something has to be done. We also need to support way that we can. We are asking for your support. You can make your donations on our website www.misty101.com on podcast page. We hope that you have it. We thank you for being with us and your support. Goodbye till next time.